David Flora. How goes, sir? Hey, I'm here. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> hey, I'm here. What more do you want? Come on. How's spring uh, treating you now that it has sprung upon us? We just got, um, I think, about six to eight inches uh, snow. Of sun. Just- That's never how that happens. <laughs> about eight inches um, of sun out there if you want to go out and check it out. It's it's weird because it feels like it's getting um, warmer and the sun's out more, but Sweetie, the temperatures is this, is this snow are, getting hot? <laughs> the temperature is is still going, getting down into the single digits and stuff. So, oh my god, that's um, nice a little bit. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty cool. But you know, we uh, the community here, I heard, has gotten over three hundred inches of snow. This winter, mm, I just um, saw where a part of California got over seven hundred. Yeah, inches. isn't that crazy? Uh, yeah, it's insane. I've I've seen some pictures and stuff too, and it's like, yeah, this this was a pretty great year for them here for snow. This is a ski mm. ski town, so you know they they like more snow. Do you but, ever um, do you ever go to the, any of the ski schools and see if they get up to the shenanigans like I saw in all those movies in the eighties? Where they don't just have like the money for that. Naked chicks at hot tubs and, and, and people like dancing and stuff. I, I like that's the equivalent of going to a country club to me. Oh, I, I just not only do I not have money for it, I do not have patience for that. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the topless women or the or the, the boozy shenanigans? <laughs> and scene. <laughs> that's. that's that's a head scratcher. Uh, speaking of topless shenanigans, China pummeled by rain of worms as residents <laughs> asked to carry umbrellas. That might not have been the best segue ever, but by God, it felt good. New York Post brings this one to us, and this comes to us uh, from – I already lost my train here. I just closed the screen. I'm a professional. I am oh. what they call a professional, and I close the screen, so well, bear with me. The number one rule of being a professional is telling everyone. <laughs> is a professional. Now, Dan Davis and New York Post, right, so I found it again. You know it's true because it just feels true. No, this one's really true, and there are videos of this. Um, citizens of the Chinese providence of something or other were told to find shelter uh, as it started to rain worms, and there's been viral clips shown around the area uh, or, or around the world of that area with little worms splattered over cars, hitting people, and residents were covering themselves with umbrellas as they go around their routines because a little worm uh, doesn't stop you from, from getting to work, much like if it was a, a goo ball falling from the sky. Uh, the cause of the slimy creature calamity, as they called it, has not yet been uncovered. Um, but they feel it's probably due to heavy winds, you know, probably hit a body of water, putting them up in the air, and then it rings down. I did Worms not know. Water? Well, you know, like or a, a wet area, it was raining, you know, they come up. Uh, like a um, marsh or something, mm-hmm, maybe. Uh, w- uh, they said if storms when insects are caught up in a whirlpool of water, you mm-hmm, know, and then I they see. pull them up, they can even be like pulled up out of it. Doing this show in Astera 51, I didn't realize how many times insects and things rain down on places. It really does happen yeah. quite often. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's, I mean, Charles Fort, that's his That's his thing, man. Yeah. They also said that maybe someone said they weren't worms at all. They were um, poplar flowers from a tulip tree. 
and they get they like look your, like your worms kid. as they're hitting, but this is pretty gross. So I don't know. Um, uh, they're not worms or animals, but flower stalks drops on a tree. People are saying other people are like no, they're worms and stuff. Oh, so my maybe God. now that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. So uh, a similar odd event went down last December when iguanas. Uh, were up in trees when the cold temperature and they were dropping down on people. So, you know, not to be confused with drop bears, <laughs> but they become immobile when it's below 40 and then they fall from trees. They're not dead. They're just dangerous. Uh, you know how that goes. So um, whether they are uh, worms or flowers, it looked disgusting and they were all brown and slimy looking. What do, you, so, what do you think? What where do you land on this? You think it's uh, more likely worms or more likely more likely flowers? Poplar? But it does happen. Stuff like this we've seen, you know, yeah. jellyfish and blobs and fish and and uh, uh, all sorts of things. Frogs have fallen from the sky. So, but for this, it feels like it would be more like a, a those flowers from the trees ripped off because of you know something. It's funny to me that, you know, they're just like, nah, well, it's New York Post, of course. They're like, yeah, we'll, we'll never know. There's no way to ever find this out, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, because it's the greatest reporting on Earth. But r- either way, carry an umbrella. You never know what's coming. You know, <laughs> you know, they say, like, you know, stay calm and always carry a, a towel. An umbrella goes a long, long way with that as well. So, uh, and you know. What if you were living in one of these areas? What's the one thing you would never want to run down, rain down on you? What do you mean, one of these areas? <laughs> Coastal is usually um, where it happens. You know what I mean? It's never. It's I, not usually like there. I was in you know <laughs> central Montana, and <laughs> yeah, I would say eels or oh. shrimp. Oh yeah, anything with pinchers probably doesn't. You know, if crawdads were falling, that would suck too. I don't care about crawdads. <laughs> <laughs> no, crawdads are fine. I just don't want shrimp. It's fine. It's fine. I don't want shrimp. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. Anything. I just don't want anything really raining down on me other than water. But, uh, you know. Oh, well. Um, I could I could take some hundos raining down. Yeah, it's never like, and there I was, and the dollars started falling. <laughs> <laughs> The paper cuts. Not like in We're, not like in most action movies where they need a distraction when they're being chased. Yeah. You dump the loot. You know, and everyone goes crazy. <laughs> money, money, money. Who you gonna trust? Who you, who you gonna trust? <laughs> All right, we're gonna go to break when we come back. You're gonna hit us with a a uh, a fish tail. A big subject, yeah. Yeah. All right, that's coming up after the break on a blurry hysteria. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor and we use it. Rosetta Stone. They're the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. (laughs) 
I definitely use it. I, I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun stuff. of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. That's <laughs> what it, it's like. What are you trying to do? Do it right. <laughs> Uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Somewhere, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. <laughs> you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer, so it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, a today. As you will, good sir, tell us about uh, our greatest fears, the crap you can't see underneath us in the water. Oh, man. It's uh, that is a legit fear. Um, So Dan sent us uh, this article from bigthink.com, ancient megalodon shark was even bigger than estimated, fine mm. study. Oh, good. Oh, good. Uh, remember the, <laughs> the the mouth the size of a bus? We were wrong. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is pretty cool because it's a bunch of uh, nerds um, nerding out and making um, our mm. understanding and science better. So there was a uh, – they attribute this to a Florida student – um, who who was found eating one? <laughs> I got bad thoughts. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I I guess. Uh, well, it, it's um, it's a little confusing. It says uh, Victor Perez, who is the lead author, uh, is a is a doctoral student at the Florida Museum of Natural History, and he was uh, grading some papers. I think. Um, from, you know, students he was teaching that were calculating the size of Megalodon based on the similarities to the modern great white shark. And he kept noticing these discrepancies in the results and was like, well, that's, that's weird. What, what's going on with this? So, um, he started, uh, looking at the teeth size Mm -hmm. and the jaw size and, found out lo and behold the teeth to jaw size that we have been working with for a while was smaller than it actually should have been so there's some way they can calculate the tip of the crown um of the tooth to the line where the root and crown meet Mm -hmm. and they can extend that out to estimate the size of the jaw and then they can extend that to the rest of the body so they uh, were working with the assumption that megalodons get to about 60 feet long. Mm-hmm. Wow. This adds a few more feet to it. So now they think it could have been up to 65 feet long or 20 meters. Wow. 
That is a massive, massive. Well, so length. Uh, I'm. How long is a killer whale? So a killer whale <laughs> is 26 feet long. So, so damn near three, three them, times. Basically. Almost three. Good God. <laughs> that's pretty awesome, huh? So, it, it, I yeah. Mean, that's so just a, is, a hard thing to even imagine. It, it really is. Yeah. Like, they don't even have to bite us. They just swallow us. We're like plankton to them. <laughs> Though it does say here. That We're the, the shrimp that gets rained down on them. The killer whales probably were uh, smaller, faster, and more maneuverable and would have hunted them. Possibly, because that's what they do to larger, they kill, well, not larger, but they kill great whites and other, um, other, uh, by ramming them and things. So it might've not, who knows, but they do have a picture of one, uh, next Jesus Christ. It is a very large, uh, animal that you never would ever want to see. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And you know what? There's plenty of room for it down there. Well, that's the the thing, thing, man. It is right. A 65 foot long apex predator. Um, Just, you know, excuse me, I'm going to get by now. I'm just going to take a bite out. Don't worry about me. You won't even see me coming because I just going to grab the ranch here. (laughs) Oh, it's a little too much. That's okay. I I deserve a cheat meal. I haven't had a whale in days. (laughs) Oh man, yeah, and yeah, it also amazes me. The, talk about the teeth—they find teeth of these things all over the place. So yeah. Just like, oh, here's some megalodon teeth we found. Yeah, just I don't know. Is there any anything scarier than like what we don't know at the bottom of the ocean? Uh, not, no, to no, me I, it really sc- is scary and gross. It's it, it's it's not pleasant. Uh, I don't even even the things we do know are gross as hell. Yeah. Yeah, they say environmental changes led to fluctuations in sea levels and disturbed ecosystems, which is why this thing went extinct, meaning there just wasn't enough food to, to sustain it. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't have went, you know, extinct. But this giant ocean, you know, the megafauna just couldn't live. Um, yeah. And uh, there just wasn't enough food for it. Yeah, I think you're going to see that more and more with stuff these days, too. You know, the... The oceans are going to start warming a little bit, and that's, you know, it's a very delicate balance, the ecosystem, and uh, throwing some of those things off kilter can have big effects, Um, and yeah, these assholes, uh, they got the brunt of it millions of years ago, so. Right. So. uh, It's wild. I'm looking up their bite force is 40,960 pounds. (laughs) <laughs> uh, or eighteen hundred eighty-two thousand two hundred newtons. Uh, what was uh, the T-Rex bite force? Eight thousand pound bite force. Uh, f- wait, no, help generate four hundred thirty-one thousand pounds per square inch of bone of tooth pressure. So the PSI was 431,000. It's one of the highest of any animal. It's, it's fucking just crazy to see the yeah. bite force. Um, just off the charts compared to even the gators and stuff, which have the, the largest bite force now. Right. Um, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> 
it, it, it amazes me. I, I know that we've, we know a lot about the past and stuff, but what don't we know? And was there stuff bigger than this that just we don't have a record of? Yeah, because it all died in the ocean and floated to the bottom and yeah, just kind you know, of we just don't, they're, dissipated. They're, of everything we know, it would be funny, you know, we, we develop time travel and go back and look and be like, whoa, we were way off. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, and that's kind of a scary thought to me, too, you know, of, um, you know, what we think we know versus what we, you know, what was the truth is probably vastly different. There's that, too. Yeah. Yep. But, yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, well, guys, get your stories into us. Weird at hysteria 51.com. Weird at hysteria 51.com. We will talk them on here and uh, talk to your bite force. <laughs> we uh, we are two members us. of bite force. Bite force. Bite force. We open Street for- sharks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I posted a, uh, a can of the street sharks, like Chef Boyardee, so I found yeah. online. And, uh, Chris Cogswell writes me. He's like, please don't eat that. I'm like, dude, it's I'm not eating. And I found it online. He's like, oh, I thought you were really going to eat that. I'm like, well, thank you for worrying about my uh, my safety. But I'm not eating a 1992 can of Chef Boyardi Street Sharks uh, pasta roni or whatever it was. They can, they canned them in pure cancer, didn't they? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's just like a shell of cancer. It keeps the uh, keeps the extra hepatitis uh, safe too. So. All right, kids, we'll see you next time on Blurry Hysteria. Boy, meeting adjourned.